Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a bunch, bunch, bunch of callers on hold tonight, so it'll be fun to talk with them, see what their questions are, and see how we can answer them. And uh, what's going on down here? Getting ready in Sweet Home, Alabama, getting ready for Labor Day weekend. We have big plans, so I hope you do too. I hope yours is going to be fun. To all of our friends in Florida that are battening down the hatches for that hurricane coming in, I have been texting with a couple of girlfriends that live on the Atlantic coast, and they're getting the sandbags ready and that kind of jazz. So hopefully it will just go out to sea and not make landfall, but everybody everybody down there stay safe. You know, this whole, this podcast will be available before that storm hits. I think it's supposed to hit on Monday. And then a couple of other quick stories. One, I had something really fun happen recently, and it was kind of the culmination of this fun event. My mother, who was born in 1925, sang on the radio as a very small child in Columbus, Ohio, from like... 1929, 28, 29 to about 32, 1932. So my brother-in-law, who's the widower of my late sister, Joan, my little sister who died, oh God, 2010, so nine years ago, called me a few months ago and he said, I had all this, he owns antique stores, and he said, I had all these um, uh, pieces of sheet music that showed up at one of my stores, one of my dealers had it, and it has your mother's name and address on all of these pieces of sheet music. And it has Meemaw, my grandmother, it's in Meemaw's penmanship. Do you want it? And I said, absolutely. So he sent it to me, and I got it all framed. Well, not all of it. There were probably 30 pieces. But I got 15 pieces framed, and they're going to go in our home. And I picked up the frame pieces today. And some of this music, you guys, has got to be close to 100 years old because it was probably old when my mother got a hold of it. And so she was singing at the age of about five, you know, on the radio. And in with the folder was uh, three postcards that my Mima had had addressed with my mother's name. And they on the back of the postcard was the reminder to be at the radio studio on such and such a date, such and such time. And she wrote the address and she put the house number in the street. And then she just put city, which I thought was hilarious. You know, she didn't put Columbus, Ohio. She put city. So I ask you, how did that show up of all places in my brother-in-law's antique store, where has it been all these years? And 
do you think my mother wanted me to have it? Absolutely. And some of the sheet music has composer names on it, like, you know, Rogers and Hammerstein, Rogers and Hart, Irving Berlin. One of the pieces has William Fox. Well, William Fox founded Fox Studios in L.A., and my son works for Fox and goes to work on the Fox Studios lot. So what's the chance of that? So anyways, I just thought that was a remarkable story. I thought you'd get a kick out of hearing it as much as I appreciate telling it to you. And then the, the you know, amen at the end of this story is when I pulled into my driveway with all these pieces of music in my car, there was this gigantic hawk flying over my house. I mean, not very far up from the roof, just circling like you did good, girl. So just wanted to share all that with you. You know, I'm a, I'm a hawk lady now, and hawks are spiritual messengers. And uh, it was just kind of like spirit saying, you did good on this girl. So I thought that was remarkable. Just wanted to share it with you. Okay, so let's go to the phone, and let's see who's with us this evening. I believe our first caller is Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you, sir? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. I really appreciate this. You are welcome. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Birmingham, Alabama. I know, just down the road from me. I so know, you we're so close to each other. To What's that? We're so close to each other. That's right. That's right. Well, good. Well, you got a question for me? I do have a question. I have two really small questions, one about a family member and the main one really about me. Yeah. I have felt for, I have felt for a long time that I'm just not in the right place. Am I supposed to be in Birmingham? I can't seem to find a calling or a happiness here. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think there's any supposed to for anything, Brian. I think that's where our free will comes in and we get to decide what we want to do and when we want to do it and where we want to do it and all of that. I think when we look too far in the future, sometimes it can paralyze us or stymie us and and then nothing happens. So what I encourage you to do is, you know, the old saying, follow your bliss. Follow your bliss. What are you interested in? Well, you know, it's so hard to even figure that out. I mean, I'm 46. Today is my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. uh, Well, thank you. Uh, In all of my years, I just don't seem to have a direction of what makes me happy. And when I say what makes me happy, I'm talking about like a job or a purpose. I, Of course, I have many things that make me happy outside of a job, but I want... I want a calling, like a calling that makes me feel like I'm giving back to the world or a a purpose, for lack of a better word. Well, what do you like to do that involves that kind of stuff? Do you have a charity or a philanthropy that you are involved with? Well, I uh, I actually do. I started volunteering at the Community Kitchens, which is a a kitchen here in Birmingham that feeds the uh-huh. homeless or needy. And I volunteered there for a good year. And then they actually hired me on after somebody quit in the business. And I do get a lot of joy out of it. It's mm-hmm. just not 
but it's not a full-time job. It's not something that provides me the money that I need to sustain my life. But mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm, I feel very fortunate that I can do it. And it feels a lot more like volunteering rather than a job. So it does make me feel good about doing it, but I am looking for more. Well, it sounds to me like that's your first clue is that you enjoy that environment and, and serving the community like that. So my guess or what I would suggest is look for other, other opportunities in that arena. Maybe not even okay. necessarily in Birmingham, just, just when you find something you like and you feel good doing it, then take, take the next step. And then that's going to lead you to something else. Does okay. that make sense? Well, it does make sense. Yes. Thank you. You are so welcome. And Thanks if for you calling. don't mind one, well, can I ask one really quick question about a family member? Sure. My, my grandparents, my maternal grandparents were my entire life. And I know that my grandmother loved me. My grandfather died before he knew me as an adult. I'd like to know if he loves me and accepts me for the adult that I am. Oh, absolutely. All spirits are pure love and light. Absolutely. Oh, wonderful. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that was, was easy. easy. That was yeah. easy. Thanks for All calling. Right. Take care. Yeah, thank you so much, Julie. Have you a good bet. night. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. I believe our next caller is Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Julie. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks. Great. I'm calling from Westfield, Iowa. Okay. I have been struggling all summer with some muscle tightness, and Hmm. I happened to read some of my journals from years back, and I came across seven years ago I'm dealing with the same muscle tightness. So I'm thinking, okay, I really need to dig into this. What is that about? Well, now I can feel muscle tightness on my complete right side of my body, on the bottom of my foot, wrapped up around my ankle, the back of my leg, around my hip, up my back, into my shoulder, and even my right eye keeps twitching. So I'm wondering if you could help me figure out the source of that and and how I need to work on healing it. Mm -hmm. Take some magnesium. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. When I when you were telling me about all this, I went ahead and connected to you, Amy. Mm-hmm. And so I watched a laser beam come from my body here. At, <coughs> excuse me. I'm dealing with the tail end of a cold here this week. So excuse my coughing tonight. Um, I watched a laser beam go from my body here in Birmingham up to you in Iowa. And I had a hologram of you. So I shot energy from your feet up through the top of your head and that's what I got right off the bat was low magnesium so go get some magnesium if you don't want to take it orally you can go get some Epsom salts you can get that at the grocery store the drugstore and uh, put it in the bath and soak your feet in it or sit in the bath in it and that will help but I think that will take care of it right away if you start getting diarrhea Back off on the on the amount of magnesium because okay. it can you know it can cause that, but I think that's what's going on, and I think it's an easy fix do you do you know the root cause of it 
Low magnesium. Okay, physically, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a physical thing. It's a physiology thing. Thank you so much. This was awesome. You are so welcome, girl. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, just, you know, most most Americans in particular are really low in magnesium. And um, sometimes elderly people that are on a lot of pharmaceuticals, you know, prescriptions, that that can leach magnesium, but I, I don't think you probably are. No. I just get low magnesium. Easy fix. Perfect. That's what I needed. <laughs> well, good. Well, thanks for calling. Thanks for having me. Bye. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see who's next. I believe it is Miss Jillian. Hi, Jillian. Hi, Julie. It's Jillian, and I'm calling from Atlanta. How are you doing? How are you? Great. How are you? Good. I loved your story about your Meemaw. Mm. My mom was, yeah, my mom was a Meemaw to my kids. Uh-huh. She was grandma to all the other, you know, grandkids. But to my kids, they were she. She, she was a Meemaw, so it was very special. I think anyway, it's a I, southern thing. Is that a southern name you know, for grandmother? I don't hear it elsewhere in the country. And and my older cousins lived in Memphis when they named mm-hmm. her Meemaw. And I, when I moved to the south, I I realized well, that's pretty common down here. But well, I. I remember my son was 18 months old, and I said something to him. I said, we're going to go see Grandma, and he said, Mima, and I said, Grandma, and he said, Mima, and so from then on, she became Mima, and that's why she was mm-hmm. only Mima to our kids, and the funny thing is, he did the same thing with my husband's father, named him Peepaw, oh, and cute. nobody else called him Peepaw. So he yeah. literally named those two, and it, at a young age, it was just kind of uncanny. So I don't know. There's <laughs> something going on there. <laughs> Isn't that a wild story, though, Jillian? It, how it really is. You know, in all of the places, yeah. those pieces of sheet music could have shown up, I, let alone in town. All the, I know. All the, my mother was behind it. I know she was mm-hmm. from heaven. Oh, absolutely. There's no other explanation. I love yeah. that. I love yeah, that. That's thanks. great. So, um, anyway, I'm actually calling in about my husband, Randy, and I hear, he knows I'm calling in and asking for a special healing. He hurt his knee um, about a week ago, and I was wondering if you could take a look at it, see what it is, and yeah. um, what he needs to do about it. Sure. Absolutely. So, here, zap it with some comes, healing. <laughs> comes my laser beam heading over to... Hotlanta from uh-huh. Alabama. She's only a couple hours from me, you guys. Atlanta's only a couple hours from me. So quick laser beam trip. <laughs> All right. Got you. Going in from you to him. Okay, got Randy. All right. His right knee is inflamed. Is his right knee the one that's injured? I can't remember. and He's not here. <laughs> All right. Well, you can find out when he gets home. I, for some okay. reason, I think it's his left, but I just can't picture it. I, well, and and sometimes mm-hmm. it's the opposite knee that hasn't been injured shows up first because it's inflamed because it's getting all the use. You mm-hmm. know, it's getting overused. So, right. anyways, I just follow where the where my radar goes. So Perfect. the right right knee is inflamed. It looks like it's swollen. Um, hmm. 
So what did he do to it? It looks like he's got a, it looks like it's swollen on the kneecap itself. Um, he was playing tennis and he felt something like on the backside of the knee. Mm, like an ACL? I I don't know. That's the question. It looks meniscal to me. It looks mm-hmm. meniscal. That's what I'm seeing. The meniscus, it'll get like a little tear in it that almost looks like a flap. So what I'm mm-hmm. watching happen is I'm watching that get repaired. Like if you had okay. a piece of... Um, stretchy plastic Jillian and you made a V-shaped cut in it when mm-hmm. that flap gets backwards you know when the flap kind of is open is when it hurts like crazy and okay. so that'll heal so I've sutured it up energetically now I'm watching this energetic glue for lack of a better better word um, put on it and that's going to seal where the sutures were Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, that uh, fake skin, liquid skin you can buy instead of using a Band-Aid when you get a paper cut. You just paint that. Right, right. Again. Yeah, the surgical glue. Like, yeah, It's surgical glue, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I'm watching happen. So oh. I mean, let me, let me needed to be adjusted, like in a chiropractic adjustment. The right one, I'm sure, will too, but see if that helps. Okay. I think he's got a meniscal tear. Mm -hmm. Some people like to have surgery for that. Normally they heal on their own if you can power through the pain. Well, he's pretty, he has a high pain tolerance. So, um, yeah, he he wouldn't do surgery unless he really, really had to, I don't think. It uh, It may curb his tennis game for a little bit, but hopefully not too far. Okay. okay. Well, and I had a really, they, I have a really quick question. This is actually about you with your laser beam. Does it yeah. come out like at between, like out of your third eye or does it come out the top of your head? How does that work? It comes from my third eye and it goes directionally across maps, across o- oceans and whatever, depending on where the person is that I'm talking to. Okay. And so it's, called a bioplasmic streamer. Oh, wow. So I hook into your, my spirit hooks into your spirit. And then at the end of the show, I've got all these bioplasmic streamers in me. And when I see them afterwards, they're in my upper abdomen and I pull them out. Because I don't need the connection anymore. So that's how I'm able to get information when I need it by connecting with your spirit. And that's why I don't do it unless I have permission because I think it's an invasion of privacy. It goes goes out of your third eye to the person, but then you connect like a cord to your abdomen area. Yeah. And it looks like an umbilical cord, like Mm -hmm. a thin umbilical cord when I pull them out afterwards after I'm done working with somebody. That is fascinating. Wild. I know, it's wild. I teach all about that in my class, which, by the way, oh. I've got a couple of slots left. So if any of you are interested in joining us, start September oh. 14th, Jillian mm-hmm. and everybody listening. And um, we have a really great group assembling already. And wow. it's going to be four Saturdays in a row online. We're all in a virtual classroom. It's a blast. We learn a lot. It will it will rock your world and change your life forever in a good way. So. Mm. That sounds awesome. Yeah, great question. Thanks for asking. All right. Well, yeah. Well, thank you, Julie. I appreciate you, and I appreciate your time and everything you do. 
Take care. Thanks. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Let's see who's next. I believe it is Melda. Hi, Melda. Hi, Julie. Hey, girl. I'm great. I'm so excited to hear your story. And I just... No, thanks. It was fun to tell it. If What if you... Um, contacted your mom. I guess you didn't really need to because you got a lot of um, verification by everything that was happening, but I just wondered what she would say if you connected with her. Oh, I did already. I said, did you obviously wanted me to have this? And she said, absolutely. Oh, okay. And then she wants me to give them to my son someday. So I, I sent off fortune get these things framed. Let me tell you, oh my God, I about had a stroke when the framer told me how much the bill was going to be. I said, I can't pay that much. We have to work something out. And he dropped the price a lot. I mean, it was crazy. But it's 15 pieces, and they're big. Wow. You know, they're not eight, eight and a half by 11. They're bigger. They're like nine by 12. So, but yeah. Melda, tell everybody where you're calling from, please. Um, I'm calling from the Bay Area in California. All righty. And you got a question for me? Well. Um, I know that there's been a lot of hype out with the celery juice being the answer to all of our health problems. And, and I did it for a while. And I've gone to the grocery store with Lust for the last four times. And I forget my celery. And I don't know whether I'm getting old or whether it's a message that's saying you don't need it. <laughs> so. You know how to do this. You ask the question, is it in my best interest to dot, dot, dot. And then the first thing that comes in, we're going to ask a question to God, the universe, your spirit guides, your deceased loved ones, the whole group, angels, you know, saints and angels, I mean, everybody. And then the first thing that comes in your head within a second is going to be them answering you. And, you know, spirits are really specific. So we want to be as literal as we can and as specific as we can. So I would think the question is, what, is it in my best interest? You finish it. To have celery juice. Okay, what's the first thing that came in your head? Huh? It was a no. I got a no, too. (laughs) And I'm thinking, oh, that's got to be strange. You're supposed to help. (laughs) Well, like everything, Melda, you know, one size fits all, not usually. Not usually. So how do you feel when you use it? Do you feel better? Does it it make a huge difference in how you feel, your energy level, that kind of thing? Pay attention to that in addition to the guidance that you get. But let's ask in another way. Is it in Melda's best interest to drink celery juice daily at this point in her life? Did I get a no? A no as well. So, um, I feel okay for the first um, couple of days. I feel like, wow, that I feel really empty and, and I don't feel bloated. But after that, um, I really don't feel any different. Well, the fact that you've gone without it and you don't feel any differently, I think that tells you a lot. 
So I think it's well, individual. It's <laughs> funny that why am I forgetting my salary? Yeah. There's, there's more to the story there than meets the eye, right? Yeah. So, yeah, pay attention to that. Uh, you know, if you feel led to get it again, try it again. But right yeah. now it sounds to me like you're getting you're getting validation for not drinking it at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Hope that helps. Yes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I want to be part of your class and I can't do it this time because I'm going to be traveling, but um, I'm looking to joining the group in the future. Oh, we would love to have you. Love to have you. Okay, Melda, take care. Thanks so much. You bet. Bye. Bye. Okay. Let's see who's next. And I think it is, what do I have? I think it's Michelle. Hi, Michelle. (coughs) Excuse me. Michelle? Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi. This this is Michelle from Brighton, Michigan. Hi, Michelle. How are you, girl? I'm okay. How are you? Good. I'm calling for a reason. Okay. Um, well, you can call for a reason that, that even when you're okay, it's okay. Well, that's true. That's true. That's very true. Um, I am having dizziness and things going on with my head. Um, hmm. I don't know if, if it's connected to some cranial sacral I had a few months back, but I keep getting dizzy when I move my head a certain way, and it mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like it's twisting inside. Hmm. Okay. Mm. So I'm getting you on my radar, and let's see what's going on. So I just watched a chiropractic adjustment to your neck. Do you go to a chiropractor in addition to the cranial sacral stuff? I did, yes. I, I do go, and I did go a couple of times for it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the name of the vertigo treatment that they do. It's like little crystals in the in the inner ear get messed up. And there's a name for it and I'm just blanking yeah. on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? What I'm talking about. Yes, yes. Yeah. And she didn't seem to think I needed that. So Epley maneuver mm-hmm. is what it's called. Yeah. The Epley exactly. maneuver. That's what I'm that's what I'm watching happen to you energetically. Yeah. Yeah, I would explore that, Michelle. I think that's what's going on. Would that cause the twisting that I feel Mm -hmm. like happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely will cause the dizziness. Right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm getting, that's what I'm getting right now is to try that. Try, do you know a practitioner that can do that for you? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go check yeah. that out, and I think Very it'll make good. you feel a lot better. Okay. All right. Well, okay, thanks thank for you calling. So much. You bet. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Okay. I believe our next color is Lois. Hi, Lois. Hi, Julie. How are you? Well, how are you? I'm fine. I'm calling you from New Orleans. New Orleans. I, I've been told, oh, excuse me, I've been told I have a spot on my lung. Oh. And of course, of course, it scares me to find out if it's cancer. But I wonder if you could tell me what it is. 
Sure. All right. So here comes my laser beam heading south, well, southwest from me, about four to five hours, depending on traffic. One of my favorite cities. The site of my 40th birthday party, by the way, Lois. I had nine of my best girlfriends fly in from all over the country, and we spent the weekend together in New Orleans, and it was a blast. We had so much fun. Oh, how great. How great. Stayed at the Windsor Court. You know, the whole weekend was about thank you for being a gift in my life. So I said, you Ah. guys. You guys get there, and I'll take care of everything else. So I picked up the hotel and all the meals and everything. And it was during the um, the Junior League Showcase House. So we got uh-huh. to go back. We ate in Commanders, and we ate at Windsor Court and private. Oh, my dinner. God, all the best oh. places. Oh, my <laughs> God. It was so much fun. We just had a ball. Yeah. They did a roast for me. <clears throat> they did a roast for me in one of the suites, all my girlfriends. They brought uh-huh. pictures, Lois. I don't even know where they found some of them because some of them have been my friends since childhood. Oh my God, they were awful. But they uh-huh. had they had Mardi Gras beads strung on the pictures, on the plants, on the whatever. Oh, and they, had the, they had the concierge detain me while they went up and decorated the suite. It was just hysterical. Oh, it so, sounds wonderful. Yeah. yeah. This is a great place. I love I love New Orleans. I've lived here all my life. I can tell by your accent. All right. <laughs> Got you on my radar. Looking at you from behind. So I'm looking at your lungs from behind. I'm seeing something on the right side. Is that where they're seeing something? On your right yes, lung? On the, yeah. Yes, on the right one. Sorry, I'm seeing it. Okay. So I'm going to encapsulate it into a, like, do you know those cooking bags that Reynolds Wrap used to have uh, when I was a kid, back 40 years yeah. ago, 30 years ago, where you'd put a roast or something in it, and then you, yes. my mom thought it was great since you didn't have to clean yes. it up. Yes. So I encapsulate those cells, and I'm p- pulling them out. We're getting them out. The reason why I like to encapsulate them is I don't want them spreading anywhere. And then we're right. going to do a healing on your DNA. Okay. Oh, great. Great. I'm getting, I'm getting that out. Okay. And so now I've got a chromosome, a big X chromosome that's come out of you. And there are two strands of DNA that have come out. Hmm. The strand of DNA is the recipe that tells the cells how to behave. And it can have 100,000 letters on it, Lois. It can have up to a billion letters on it. When environmental factors normally, because illness is very rarely genetic, you know, like hereditary genetic. Right. So, so it's usually from some an environmental factor. What happens is it causes the DNA to mutate and then it causes the cells to, to misbehave as far as their replication process. So I'm watching uh-huh. these two strands of DNA get resequenced back to normal. And the letters that I see are ATCG, and that's what the letters that are on the, the DNA, and they're in, you know, a bazillion different sequences. So right. the first strand is reconfigured. It's popped back into the chromosome. second one has as well. Have you had mold exposure? Have you had mold yeah, in one of your homes? Uh, somebody, one of the doctors, uh, oh, is an alternative doc, uh, female doctor, Dr. Ross, said it was bowed on the lung. Mm-hmm. 
I believe it's mold too. Now, mold can make you really, really sick. And my my guess is if you lived there all your life, you probably had some water damage during Katrina at least, perhaps some other storms. Well, not Katrina. Not anything that I remember, but could be. Yeah. So you, well, and you know, it's just damp down there and there's a lot of old stuff down there. But mold. Yeah. So consider that. And if you have mold in your home, remediate it because I believe that's what's causing your problem. So we just fixed the DNA energetically. And you want to look up this test, Lois. It's called the ERMI test. E-R-M-I. The ERMI test. E-R-M-I test. E-R-M-I, the E-R-M-I, it's like Environmental Registry of Mold Index or something like that. It's the most comprehensive test you can do. Do it in your home, and it will tell you whether you have a mold issue or not. And then if you need remediation, call them in. If I need what? If you need remediation, it's that test. If you do it in your home. Okay. It will tell you whether you have a mold issue or not. Okay. In the home or in me? In the home. It's a home test. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do it, but this is a, this is a fairly new house, and we had termite problems, but not. and I know they would have found mold if we had mold, but I, I, I'll go ahead and do that. What you may want to do, too, is you may want to schedule a private appointment with me, Lois. I can scan uh-huh. your house. And I'll be able to tell if you've got mold, and I'll be able to tell you where it is. Okay. Okay. So okay consider Jim. that. Just ask okay. JulieRyan.com. But, uh, yeah, I think I think you need to pay attention to that. I think it's caused by mold, and I think you're going to be fine. But, you know, keep keep on with the – it's good that they're monitoring that spot. I've removed it. How healings work, Lois, is it can happen instantly get integrated into the body it can take days weeks months it may need some medical intervention but it's always up to your spirit's prerogative how it best wants to use the healing to further help you experience whatever it is you want to experience in this lifetime so um you know it's it's part of that free will thing and you know the spirit connection thing but it's it's taken care of on the energetic level so hopefully it will integrate quickly into your body well, I'm 82 years old, and I've never never been sick in my life, and even this has not, I, I wouldn't have even known it if if uh, my doctor hadn't have, she's a alternative doctor, and if she hadn't have spotted it, I wouldn't have even known it. So I, I want to thank you, and I wanted to see, I wanted to get your opinion, and I certainly yeah. do as you advised, and yeah. I'll keep in touch. Okay, girl. Sounds good. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Most of us have busy lives, and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And 
I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Okay, let's see who's next. I believe it's Doug. Hi, Doug. Hey, Julie. How are you doing tonight? This is Doug. I'm calling from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh, how are you, sir? I'm pretty good, thank you. It's an honor to speak to you finally. <laughs> oh, thanks. My brother-in-law, oh, who I was telling you, owns the antique stores. He grew up in Pittsburgh. Lovely oh, awesome, town. awesome. Lovely oh, yes, town. it is. Yes, it is. Very beautiful. It, Very beautiful it, it, tonight. More lovely all the time. They've they've redone so much of it. Oh, I know. They and they keep doing it. Thank gosh. But hey, uh, real quickly, I had two uh, health-related questions I wanted to ask you. Yeah. If you if you can, um, I had right meniscus knee surgery. Oh, about a year and a half ago, and two years, yeah. and it didn't seem to take. I, I mean, I know there's arthritis in there and stuff, but it's I'm having a really tough time, like running on it and just you know it aches and pains. I had two cortisone shots in it, but I know you can only get so many of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's still really painful. Yeah, it is. It's odd, and it probably is arthritis. I know there's not much you could do with that, so to speak. Yeah. Okay, and so let me get you on my radar, Doug, and let me I'm going to look at it, and we'll see what's going on. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. For those of you that are, are first-time listeners or haven't been listening very long, I'm an inventor of orthopedic surgery devices, Doug. And so I've been mm-hmm. in about a bazillion knee scopes in my day oh, wow. in That's surgery. Right. And what arthritis looks like, and, it, and you have it, you're right. What it looks like is rock crystals, um, like salt crystals that you put into a salt shaker and then you grind it to pulverize it to sprinkle it on your food. Yes. And, and that's what it looks like in my head. And that's what it looks like on the monitors in the operating room. So oh, what wow, I'm doing is I'm, I'm clearing that out, and that's what causes the arthritis. You've got some in your left knee as well. So I'm mm. doing, doing that. Okay, I see the meniscal repair where they took care of that. Okay, so I'm getting that it's, it's arthritis that's causing yeah. your pain. And, and there's a lot you can do with arthritis with your diet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because arthritis is inflammation. Mm -hmm. So stay low on the food chain, Doug. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. Gotcha. Um, I've heard that before. Yeah. Try and keep as much on the, uh, you know, holistic and organic and all of that as you can. There's a gut biome test that you can do if you want to get really specific that'll tell you these are your best foods to eat to have a robust immune system and keep your inflammation levels low. But inflammation oh, well. is, is really the root cause of arthritis. And and most people that uh, that change their diets and take out the processed stuff and the sugar they they really seriously reduce their pain. The other oh, thing is, Good. I know that you're um, 
you've got to be familiar, or you don't have to be, but I'm sure your doctors <laughs> are are familiar with and um, you know are, and are working with the stem cell energy. Yes, yes. And the stem cell repair. Um, find yeah, it's out, very popular now. Yeah, find out who the Steelers orthopedists are. Mm-hmm. In town, and I would call them and go see them. Okay, for the stem cell, that's awesome. Yeah, for the stem cell okay. and see what they can do because there's a lot of stuff happening along those lines, and it's getting oh, to bet. the point where I think it's going to help prevent total joints, even. So I bet that's um, tremendous. You're right. What I'm going to do in the short run is I'm going to put some stem cell energy in there. It's going to add cartilage. Stem cell energy looks like light amber colored gel, and it has sparkles in it, Doug. And it, okay. uh, it, it, it will regenerate whatever we need and regenerates body parts, sometimes whole organs, and then they show up on the scans, and the doctors are baffled. It's a riot when that happens. That sounds awesome, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I'm putting that. Your right knee looks more inflamed than your left. Is that the, yes. the side you had surgery on? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. All right, so stem cell energy is going in there. It's going to generate some more cartilage that will give you a little padding. Um, tremendous. I'm putting some on the left side, too, so hopefully that will give you a little re- relief. But I think find the best sports medicine guys in town, you know, the guy that who who's mm-hmm. the practice that Pitt uses, that the Steelers yeah. use, the Pirates. Yes, there's, there's right, one, there, right one there, UPMC, two, yes. There you go. UPMC mm-hmm. is you know, they're one of the top orthopedic hospitals in the world. Oh, yeah, no doubt. They, they do have a great reputation. Great. Yeah. So, hey, one, one more thing real quickly, if I can. Um, over the past, oh, like year or so, I've had a lot of ear and sinus infections. And so I went to an ENT gentleman, and he said I had a deviated septum. And mm-hmm. he said, well, maybe maybe surgery could fix that. Um, mm-hmm. And then I got, then he recommended go, go see a ear person as well and see what's going on. So I don't know if the deviated mm-hmm. septum surgery would help or not. Mm-hmm. Diet's going to help you as much as anything. Yeah, yeah. That's really. what I'm thinking too. I, I mean, it really does. That. Try that first. Email me, julie.julieryan.com. Okay. I'll send you a half-off link on that gut biome test if you're interested. Anybody that's Definitely. listening, same thing. Email me, and I'll send you a, a link on that. And um, I know so many people that have had that surgery, Doug, and there was mm-hmm. no change. That's <laughs> figures. <laughs> That'd be my life. Their diet stays the same. You know, diet, yeah. food is the best medicine, and food mm-hmm. can be really inflammatory, and that's what ear and sinus infections are, is it's inflammation. Okay, okay. That, that, I'm definitely going to eat my ear for the bio test, for sure. Okay. All righty. Thanks okay. for calling. Hey, thank you thank so much. You. you have a wonderful evening. Enjoy the holiday weekend. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. You can find this information a whole bunch of different places on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. Anywhere you download podcasts, we're on a whole bunch of networks. It's in the show notes of the podcast. On YouTube, on Alexa, all that information is there. You can listen to the show on Alexa. Just say, Alexa, play Ask Julie Ryan. And if you have a a smartphone, you can say, Siri, play the Ask Julie Ryan podcast or play Ask Julie Ryan podcast and Siri will play it for you. When you're on my site, sign up for my blog. 
because it's a question that somebody has submitted online and then I answer it each week and in the body of the email is all this call-in information. And then the last place to find it is on social media. I'll put a, I'll put a graphic up with the call-in information on the morning of the show and I'll say, hey, we're doing a live show. Remember to call in if you want to join us. So I'm at Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram, Ask Julie Ryan on Facebook. So remember that. And then when you're on my site, Sign up for a private appointment, and then I'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to talk about. If you want to talk about multiple things, if you want to talk to a deceased loved one, do a medical thing, I mean, whatever, we can do as much as time allows. And it's really fun for me to have you all all to myself for an hour, and we'll get all your questions answered and find out what's going on. And then that's where you sign up for my training too. Ask Julie Ryan. All right. Here's the question from this week and it comes from Carmel and she lives in County Galway, Ireland. I've been there. It's beautiful. And she says, hi, Julie. My mother's 88 and recently had a second kidney stent inserted. Unfortunately, she continues to have kidney infections and other ailments. Her doctor says she'll have to live with the pain and soreness because her body's not happy with the stent and views it as a foreign body, which causes her the pain and bleeding. The stents do cause that pain and bleeding. It appears my mom will have to have the stent removed every six months and have a new stent inserted. She can only undergo the operation under local anesthetic, and she's not well enough to to use general anesthesia. She still lives on her own and finds all of this very stressful. Is there anything that I need to know that could help my mom? Also, I'm wondering if the transition stage has begun for her. I'd welcome any advice. Thank you in advance for your assistance. Regards, Carmel. And here's my response. Hi, Carmel. First, at this moment in time, your mother isn't dying and isn't in any of the 12 phases of transition. Hope that provides some immediate comfort to you. What the 12 phases of transition are, for those of you that don't know, is when every one of us is dying and every one of our loved ones was dying, we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones who are there to greet us and welcome us to heaven, lead us to heaven and and greet us. So if if you're on my site, AskJulieRyan.com, you can click on the 12 phases of transition and there are graphics that show the different phases. I can scan somebody and in an instant I can tell you how close to death they are based on what phase they're in. What's the configuration of the angels and the deceased loved ones? All right. I went on to say the urology department at the University of Michigan, and I put in parentheses in the USA, because she's in Ireland. She may not have ever heard of Michigan before. The University of Michigan website says a urinal stint is a soft tube about 10 to 12 inches long and is placed under the ureter, which is the muscular tube that drains urine from the kidney to the bladder. It goes on to say the purpose of a stent is to hold the ureter open and maintain drainage of urine. It usually is used temporarily, although in some cases, a blockage of the ureter is managed long-term with a stent, end quote. And I went on to say, sounds like this is what's going on with your mom. In order to get more information on how to help your mom, I first energetically connected to you and from you to her. I then asked her telepathically for permission to scan her, and she agreed. What I saw in my mind's eye was that her left kidney looked quite diseased. 
I then saw a healing occur that used stem cell energy to regenerate and revitalize her kidney. Stem cell energy looks like light amber-colored gel, and it has sparkles in it. Doug, that's what we were just talking about. That's what I used on your knee. Once it was infused into your mom's kidney, a centrifuge formed above the kidney, causing a vortex-like spinning to happen. The spinning transforms the stem cell energy into whatever body part is needed. I've seen it used countless times with innumerable organ tissues, muscle, brain matter, etc. It's amazing. Your mother's right kidney didn't look too well either, so I did the same healing on it. Energetic healings can integrate into the body instantly, can take days, weeks, or months, and may need some medical intervention like a stent. It's always the person's spirit's prerogative to implement the healing in a way that best serves the spirit's plan of what it wants to experience in this lifetime. As for what you can do to help her, get her to drink lots of water to keep her kidneys flushed. Having said all that, I hope this healing helps your mom feel better. So, Carmel, thank you for that question. Hope your mom's doing better and hope that healing takes. Lois, that's what I was talking about, that it's up to the spirit's prerogative. Lois was ahead of Doug, our um, guest this evening, and and it's just up to the person's spirit to integrate it into their body, however it's going to best serve them. So thanks for that question, Carmel. All right, let's go back to the phones and see who else we have. I believe it's Musa. Hi, Musa. Musa, are you there? Musa, Musa may be muted. All right, I'll come back to Musa. Mary, they think it's Vicky is after Musa. Hi, Vicky. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Very hey, good. Where are you calling us from? I am calling from Chicago. All right. Terrific. You got a question for us? I do. Um, so I'm actually calling for a friend who can't call in at this time. Yeah. And... Um, her and her husband have been struggling with infertility for about three years. And yeah. um, I think there's a little bit of a family history um, with her parents with that and maybe even her grandparents, but I can't remember. I think her, um, Oh, um, she uh, just started to get some answers, but um, was hoping you could scan her to see if maybe you could get some more insight on what's going on. And, um, if you can see like infant spirit bubbles around her and whether those would be adoptive or, um, yeah. natural. Sure. What's and her name, Ann? Her or name is Tara. <laughs> That's okay. A-R-A. Her name is Tara. Yes. T-A-R-A. And she lives in Denver. Okay. So I'm um, watching the laser beam come from me to you and then it's going to go down to Denver. So I'm going to make a big V. Okay. All right. Got her. Okay, Tara, I'm talking to Vicki. She says, I know it's fine. Okay, good. <laughs> We've talked about you so many times. <laughs> oh, thanks. Because, you know, I won't scan somebody if I don't have their permission because I just think it's wrong. It just ain't right. Yes. It ain't right. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, Tara, I don't know if she's going to want to hear this. She's got four baby spirits energy above her right shoulder. Yay. And they look like they look like planes with their landing lights on coming in at night into O'Hare or Midway Airport or any big any airport. And they're stacked up in the distance waiting to land, you know, one's landing at a time. 
So she's got four of them. I guess she'll give birth to at least some of them at this moment in time. Why don't you have her schedule okay. a private, have her, have her do a private appointment with me and we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. And if there's something going on, I worked with a woman yesterday who was having infertility issues and she had a blocked fallopian tube. So we fixed it. Um, I think she's, she's going to be pregnant in short order. Okay. And yeah, I think that's one of the things she has going on too. So I will mm-hmm. tell her to schedule with you. Um, so can what I ask- we're talking about everybody is baby's spirits look like orbs and they attach to the mother's energy field before they're conceived and birth babies do as well as adopted babies. So that's what Vicki's asking me about. Um, can I ask a really quick other question? Sure. Um, I'm wondering, uh, so you had done a healing on my tinnitus. Um, which it was really good after we did that. I'm wondering if you can just double check it again real quick. Um, It's come back a little bit and I don't know if it's still healing or what's right ear. Was it right ear, Vicki? I, I know it's at least the right ear. I kind of hear it all over my head. So Um, it's fine. The energy has gone to your right ear. So what I'm doing is I, there's a scar it's on your right ear that was excised, I think. I'm getting, I worked on the left ear last time. I just came in. Yeah. So okay. We're going to fix the right ear this week. Go back and listen to the tape. I don't remember, but I just got that I worked on the left ear. So I'm excising that and putting stem cell energy in there. It's centrifuging. That'll regenerate a new eardrum. So you had an ear infection probably at some point in your life and you had a little, you know, perforated eardrum. Which is yeah, I had tons of them when I was growing up. Yeah, that's what causes it. So I just regenerated it. So you should be good. I hope it works. Thank you so much. Thank you You're so, welcome. so much. I really appreciate everything you do. Oh, thanks, babe. Well, have have your friend Tara give me a call. Okay. okay well, I mean, schedule an appointment and then we can talk. Yeah. We'll talk. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thanks, Vicki. Take care. All right. Bye. You too. Okay, our next caller is Anne. So, hi, Anne. Hi, Julie. Hey, thanks for taking oh. my call again. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm calling from, thank you. I'm calling from South Carolina and yeah. just referring to that uh, situation with the music earlier. All I could think of was there's no coincidences in life. And I know. You bet your mother was trying to get through for sure. Absolutely. I agree. And my son's in the entertainment industry, so of course. Right. Right. You sent him for Fox. I did catch that. I know. What's the chance? And it's and amazing. you know what? The other thing the other thing, Anne, is my mother's favorite actress was Shirley Temple. And Shirley Temple was Fox's big star back, you know, when she was making the movies when she was little. And Jonathan has taken me to lunch in a Shirley Temple private dining room on the Fox movie studios lot and I thought of my mother the whole time I thought my mother would have just be you know just be dying if she was in here she'd be so excited so I'm sure she was there with us in spirit so anyways well you got a quick question for me we've just got a couple minutes left yes I do I want to know if you could tell me if my father's in transition my father is Mm -hmm. 93 well he's going to be 93 and he Mm -hmm. He told me that um, he'll be leaving after Christmas, mm-hmm. and 
I, you know, my mother was has been gone for 30 years, um, actually the 28th of August, makes 30 years, and I was just wondering, you know, is it, you know, it, it's he has said it before. I mean, I think he wanted to go 30 years ago to tell you the no. truth, but yeah, but but is What's he his actually name, in transition? His name is Florian. Okay, Florian, what a pretty name. Okay, so I've got him on my radar while you were talking, just to save time. I connected to you. And from you to your dad. All right. I get he's in phase seven, actually, um, of 12. But the interesting thing about that is that you you may remember Kathy who called into the show, gosh, for two years, and her dad was in phase 11. I mean, 12 is your head into heaven with the angels. So it can take days, weeks, months. It can even take years. Kathy's dad took years to check out. So right now I get phase seven. If you email me, Ann, com, whenever you want an update, you know, call into the show, obviously. But if something, you know, if his health deteriorates quickly or something and you need an update, email me and I'll, it'll take me a second and I'll, I'll email you back as soon as I see your note and tell you what phase he's in. So I'll be well, delighted to do with that. What's what's really funny is I just had um, an astrologer. He periodically does my charts, and he mm-hmm. told me that that in five weeks from the other night, when he did my astrology, he said there's going to be a definite, like he, he could pinpoint it to the day mm-hmm. that there was going to be a, a major change in my father's health status. So I I don't know. Well, you know, you know you, yeah. Future stuff is fluid. So it's it's really interesting when it comes up. That's what he's getting at this moment in time. But future stuff is fluid. Stuff in the past is set in stone. Stuff that's happening right now is set in stone. Stuff in the future has a million variables. So we don't know, you know, what's going to okay. happen there. So I hope that okay. helps and, and keep us posted. And thanks for calling. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate you it. Have a good night. Take Thank care. Bye, Ann. Okay. Okay, everybody, that is it for this week. To those of you that I didn't get on tonight, please call in next week and I will do my best to get you on first. To everybody who's listening, thank you for joining us. Be sure to to, um, sign up for the free appointment and follow me on Instagram at AskJulieRyan. Sign up for my blog at AskJulieRyan.com and write a review on iTunes at or Ask Julie Ryan. So with that, everybody, have a wonderful holiday weekend. People in Florida, stay safe with that crazy hurricane. Hope it diverts out to sea. And I'll talk to you all next week. Take care. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.